Hi everyone, it's Diana with the Unearthing the Gift podcast. It's been a few weeks since I recorded an episode. I had been sick for a few days and then I just had not had the time. August has been kind of a rough month for me. There's There was a lot of transitions that I was going through, just getting used to a new job, getting used to working from home. I had been missing recording and sharing and talking to you guys. I am happy to be making some time for a short episode today. I'm just going to be sharing a few different things that I have been interested in lately. Um, So I'm just going to be sharing a few different things that I have been interested in or that are on my mind lately. Um, So this is more of a check-in podcast episode. If you're curious about the different things that are on my mind or different things I'm learning about, this is a good episode to listen to. So if you are here from my Instagram account, then you know that I love crystals and stones and I love working with them for um, tuning into their energy. I also love carrying them, meditating with them, taking pictures of them. But a few years ago, it might have been maybe last year or two years ago, Kristen from Over the Moon Academy, over on her Facebook page, she did a 10 days of lithomancy, um, like a challenge slash class series. (laughs) And lithomancy is divination using stones. And it doesn't have to be crystals. Um, It can be just regular stones that you might find in the river or stones that you pick up in your walks. So she had the 10 days of lithomancy and she shared different lithomancy sets that you could create uh, from different traditions. So um, I was really happy to learn more about lithomancy through that experience. And when I was going through that, I made a few different sets for myself. And um, she also shared about how to do the casting and the reading. So right now I am working on my own set. I have put together a small set. Well, it's actually not that small. It's getting bigger and bigger. It's a 16 stone set. And this one um, has a very ancestral energy to it. Um, I have some different stones like Kambaba Jasper, Mukite Jasper, um, Nephrite Jade, Howlite, um, Bloodstone, Sardonyx, um onyx and clear quartz so i am working on learning more about lithomancy and doing some readings for myself and hopefully i will offer some readings for other people on my instagram page as well um but so working with my lithomancy set and learning how to read the stones is one of the things that i'm working on I um, hope to share more about my journey and my learnings with you guys either over my podcast or over on my Instagram account so stay tuned for that. I am also um, working through a different uh, crystal project. I got a reading from Ticia Beer, who is on Instagram for she has a reading called the 13 temples of stone and I got the reading maybe like two weeks ago from her. So she basically gave me the order of the temples of stone, the order that I needed to go through them in. So there's 13 temples 
and the first temple that I had to go through is the temple of intuition so the stone for that temple is amethyst and I picked a, a really special stone um, uh, well very special amethyst stone to work with um, the way that I have been working on this is I have the stone I I'm connecting with its energy throughout the day. I am pulling some cards to ask about the guardians of the temple, the messages that I am learning or that I have to learn through the temple. And also for the Amethyst temple, I actually did some, I pulled a read, uh, I pulled a card to ask about the kind of offering that I needed to do to offer to the temple. And because the stone that I picked is one stone that you use in scrying, the offering that I needed to do was actually to um, do like a scrying session and um, practice my scrying because scrying, if you're new or if you are not aware, scrying is when you look into, it could be a crystal ball, it could be a crystal um, that's not in the shape of a ball. It could be looking into the reflection of water. It could be looking into a black mirror, an obsidian mirror, and um, just kind of like opening your mind to receive messages that way. So that's what scrying is. And I have been really interested in scrying for a long time. And I um, probably will, that might be my next thing that I learn and, and focus on more. So with the Temples of Stones, I've been incorporating the crystals, the tarot readings i've also been doing some art i drew a card to represent my journey through the first temple and um, you can also do visualizations where you imagine um, or envision going to the temple what the temple would look like who you would meet there so i'm really excited i started with the second temple which is the temple of cycles and the stone for that temple is bloodstone um, I have one um, bloodstone that I've been working with. It's a rough piece. Bloodstone is a type of jasper and it's a very deep green. Well, the kind I have is very deep, very deep green with little specks of red, which uh, can be hematite or it can be uh, red jasper. And I have been having a little bit of more trouble tuning in and connecting with bloodstone um i feel that amethyst i work with amethyst a lot i work with my intuition a lot so going through that temple came a little easier for me than the bloodstone temple which is the temple of cycles and i think that one of the reasons why is because acknowledging that you're going through a cycle although i you would think that i'm good at it because i work with the moon cycles very often but sometimes it's not easy you don't want to admit that you are in a cycle and that you are repeating the cycle um, sometimes we just want to focus on how we're moving on we're moving ahead we're leaving what doesn't serve us behind but uh, more often than not we are moving in a cycle and we're going through a spiral, a spiralic journey. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I've been experiencing a little bit of resistance and like barriers to working with Bloodstone. It's a temple that's going to take me longer to get to, um, to work through, but I am sure that once I make it through, I will have learned a lot of very valuable lessons. And these 13 temples of stone, it's not like 
uh, I'm going to go through them and then I'll be done with them. It's something that you can revisit anytime. I'm sure that after I complete the cycle and I go through the 13 temples, if I come back to them in like six months or a year, the lessons that I get from the same from the same temples would be completely different. So I'm excited to um, work through the 13 temples and it gives me a chance to work with my crystals, which is something that I'm always looking forward to doing. Um, so when I was describing my lithomancy set, I think I mentioned that this one set that I um, have here with me has a very ancestral energy and I have been feeling um, very interested in working with my ancestors. I, it's, I've been receiving messages or seeing a lot of things that are kind of prompting me to do that. Um, I haven't set up an altar or started to communicate or um, venerate the ancestors yet. Um, to be honest, it's because it's new and different and I don't really know how to do it. I just worry a little bit about why I'm doing it. I know that I don't need a reason because the ancestors are um, part of our part of ourselves but also part of our spiritual journey or some people call it a spiritual team. So um, yes, the this little Mansi said just feels very ancestral, very earthy and I feel like I'm putting it together to communicate with my ancestors. I don't have any knowledge of any ancestor who was into lithomancy, um, so it could be somebody that I am not aware of, but that's just something that I feel it's coming up for me right now, and I will share more as my experience with it gets more deeper, and if, as I have any experience with it. So let's see. Yes, so that's basically some of the things that I have been up to. I'm still continuing with my moon. The moon is my calendar. Calendar. I hope that I can continue to deepen my practice and my relationship with the moon in the next few months that are left in this year. I used to do like the full moon parties with my girls. Um, I, that has fallen off by the wayside a little bit but I think that it's probably part of a cycle and that it's not um, so bad if I want to reclaim that practice and pick it up again I'm sure I can do it um, in other news I am just settling into my new job um, I feel like August was kind of a chaotic and kind of a rough month so I'm really happy that September is here. I have high hopes for September in the sense that I just want to return to that like calm and peacefulness that I'm always searching for. Um, if you, I don't know, if you might be familiar with Danielle Laporte's desired, core desired feelings and through her desire map program, I have always wanted to just be at peace and feel calm that's my those are my desired feelings that's what i'm hoping for september that it's just that there's a lot of calmness and peacefulness even if it's not outside in the world that i can connect to that inside myself so that i can then bring it out to the world i think that for today's episode this is all that i wanted to share i We'll be sharing more about my lithomancy learnings, my scrying learnings, 
my work with the moon is my calendar i hope that you guys are doing fine i hope that you're taking care of yourselves and that you are connecting with yourself and with whatever you consider is the divine because i think that's very important for our self-care in this time and i hope to come back with some more interesting podcast episodes in the future thank you so much for tuning in today